Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Update, yes, you can get Snake on your uh, app store. There's one called Snake 97. You can play Snake like it's 1997. It actually even gives you a phone display that you can play it on, so you can play it on your own phone. Oh, wow. Your own old phone, right? It gives you the Nokia display. (laughs) This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 107.1, streaming live at mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, did the morning show again. Holly Roberts and I are here. Sonny's at the controls, Mm. and we have got to unpack some big news. Now, we talked about this very briefly yesterday. Hashtag free Britney. Okay, let's just start there. What, Holly, is free Britney? The hashtag free Britney was started by two women, Babs and Tess. They host a podcast called Britney's Graham. Britney's Graham follows Britney Spears' Instagram account. It's as simple as that. And that's all it is. And they call it the happiest place on earth because uh, they just are two mega Britney fans who have loved looking at her Instagram and they do an entire podcast based on it. Yeah, it's, it's that easy. It's that easy. It's fun. It's frivolous. Well, these two women have a hotline at the end of every podcast where they invite listeners to call in. And that's what happened. Somebody called in to Britney's Graham podcast hotline. And as a result of the voicemail that they received, they posted an emergency episode of the podcast Britney's Graham because that voicemail came from a credible but an anonymous uh, source who happens to be a former paralegal who was associated with Britney Spears' legal team. Okay, so before we even listen to this voicemail, a couple things. The first thing you need to know is that Babs and Tess, they vetted this. So they were able to verify uh, after contacting the paralegal, former paralegal who had left this message. They were able to contact the the law firm and, and verify that he had indeed worked there. Right. No longer does. Uh, and that come, becomes clear in this episode of the podcast, which Holly, you and I both listened to uh, between yesterday's show and now. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do know that they have verified that. And and uh, one of them has experience as a journalist. And so we know that they understand ethics. Yes. You know, it's not like this is just like you can tell the, that the, <laughs> they're taking this seriously. Yeah. So that's the first thing. The second thing that you need to know is that we are going to play that voicemail. But it is an edited version of the voicemail. We did not get rid of any of the important points of the voicemail. We just kind of edited it for time and to take out some of the ums and the ahs and the pauses. Yes. So 
This is the voicemail that was part of the emergency episode of the Britney's Graham podcast that leads us to believe that something is amiss with Britney Spears. And also want to add that Britney Spears did not go to the mental health facility voluntarily. As, yes, as the statement said. As the statement said, and he goes on to say that in that voicemail. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) I know. Now, I told Sonny before we started the show today, we might blow your mind with some Britney news. She said, is it good news or bad news? And I said, it's weird news. (laughs) but tends toward the sad. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is really, um, now you may say like, this isn't any of our business. Fine. And this is pure speculation, but I I think once you start to unravel it from there and you start to take a step back and you look at the story, the way it's been told to us over the past decade Mm -hmm. that she's been under this conservative conservatorship. When you take a step back and look at that, and hear what they're saying, you will start to just question, or I hope you will think critically, and have questions about, whoa, hold on a second, what does all of this mean? Yeah. What is the purpose of it? And what's actually going on? Right. Now, nobody knows for sure. Right. But those were the impressions that were left for me after listening to this episode of the podcast, Britney's Graham, addressing what is really happening with Britney Spears. It really does make you question the narrative that we've been given about Britney Spears for over the past decade. Exactly. Because, again, to your point, it has been 10 years since she entered into this conservatorship. Mm-hmm. A little bit later in the show, um, we're, we will talk a little bit more about what a conservatorship is. Yeah, like, what is that, Colleen? Well, you know, how about this? I'll give you really quickly kind of a thumbnail sketch. A conservatorship is a legal binding agreement that allows um, custodians or conservators mm-hmm. to make all of the financial and personal decisions uh, for a person who has been deemed medically unfit, oh, whether wow. that is because of their physical health or their mental health. Right. Um, however... So the implications of that, thinking of the context of the conservatorship in the voicemail that we just heard, it's that the Las Vegas residency that Britney Spears was planning to do at the park MGM was canceled by Jamie Spears because he has the legal authority to make those decisions. Britney Spears, even if she had wanted to do that Las Vegas residency, she did not have legal power to make that decision for herself. Which is which also if can we just stick a pin in this inconsistency? Uh, when we learned that that was being canceled, it was presented as though Brittany was canceling right. it to take care of her father. Right, right. But now we know, think critically about this. She never could have made that decision for herself in the if first she's place. Under a conservatorship if she's under a conservatorship. Place. So right. pushing that narrative doesn't even already. actually make sense right. in the context of a conservatorship. So, wow, look at y'all. Hello, you've come to Conspiracy Theory Central, and we are here with our tinfoil hats on. But we're not alone in this, and that's what we're going to talk about throughout the show a couple different times, is that we're not the only ones who are like, whoa, free Britney, what? This caught fire yesterday. Yeah, Mm. at the very end of yesterday's show at the Colleen Bradley Show, looking on social media, and I noticed... That over on the talk on CBS, one of the co-hosts, Eve, walked on stage wearing a hashtag Free Britney t-shirt. Dang, Front already? 
already front and center. And uh, the ladies over on the talk spent a good amount of time talking about the free Britney movement, speculating on what this news could mean for Britney Spears and what exactly is happening over there with her conservatorship. So we're going to share a little bit about what happened on the talk uh, in the next hour of the show. But I also just wanted to add that when you when you are saying, like, how did the free Britney thing start? Well, this is the the two hosts of the podcast. um, Babs and Tess. Babs and Tess. uh, uh, The the. Britney's Graham podcast, where we first learned of this voicemail, um, they this was really the way that they saw that we can start having this conversation. And it really is a guerrilla effort, a grassroots effort to get people talking about questions that we might have about what we've been delivered as the story about Britney Spears and her career. Sure. And they understand they received this email. They did some vetting, but they're under, they understand that it's like, we're doing a podcast about Britney Spears. We only have so much power to change the conversation. What they say at the end of the podcast is that they hope that somebody out there is listening to them talk about Britney Spears using the hashtag free Britney. And those people can then start having discussions with people who are actually close to Britney Spears. They specifically mentioned her boyfriend, Sam. They're mm-hmm. like, well, maybe somebody close to her can talk to Britney Spears or the people around her and start this conversation. We're going to talk more about that a little bit later in the show. But coming up next, we've got Elizabeth Reese bringing all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese is here with all the biking advice and the dirt from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. I inspired Holly to start biking to work after I biked to work on Tuesday. Unfortunately, my biking adventure ended with quite a bang when I hit the pavement hard on my way home from work. I saw Holly in the parking lot and Holly was like, you go, you've got this. I'm so proud of you. And so I rang my little bell, ding, 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 cruised out the parking lot. And then just a few short moments later, I was on my hiney. Oh, but you're here. Isn't that how life can turn on a dime? So true. That is a lesson. You think you're doing well and then you fall on your hiney. And I give you Kevin Hunter, the, who is officially Mm -hmm. out as executive producer on the Wendy Williams Mm -hmm. show as he and his wife, Wendy Williams are headed for divorce. So page six confirming today that he is no longer an executive producer on the show. And, um, the production company wishes him well in his future endeavors. So he was negotiating an exit path, exit package, After Wendy Williams filed for divorce last week, he had been part of the show since it launched in 2008. And um, she had extra security on set while working with Kevin Hunter to protect her from his alleged abusive behavior. That's smart. Uh, Can I just say, you know, I mm, I was not prepared for this this 180 that I've done because I was a little frustrated with Wendy Williams. Well, yeah. Well, I think a lot right? of us were frustrated yeah, of course we were. when she was gone and mm-hmm. there wasn't really any credible reason why yeah. she was absent from her show for months. And when she's throwing stones at other women to get their lives together and to act a certain way and then she is not behaving the same way, that's that's tough. But what, what I'm starting to see uh, and I'm hoping that other 
people are also starting to see is that she was taking the time to get her ducks in a row because it's not like she woke up one morning and said, I'm going to file for divorce and we need to get some extra security on set. Right. She had to get her ducks in a row in order to make this move happen. Mm -hmm. Yep. And she's doing it. Well, and I think some of it too comes from this idea that now that he has this baby with his mistress, that she's not paying for that baby. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and it's not the baby's fault. It's a real sad situation with the baby, but it's not Wendy Williams' responsibility to pay for her husband's mistress's baby. Exactly. Yeah. And if he's part of the show and she's making him money, then she's paying for it. Exactly. Yeah. And I can yeah. imagine where there's one thing, I mean, that that's where it really can draw the line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that poor baby. I know. Yeah. We just want to scoop that little muffin up. Sure. Joe Geodice, he wants to be scooped up but not by ice. His deportation appeal has been denied. Oh, Oh, so he might be going back to the old country. Back to the old country, sister. He's one step closer to deportation. His appeal against the ruling was denied. And uh, his attorneys told People Magazine, we are extremely disappointed that the Board of Immigration Appeals has denied Mr. Giudice's appeal. So they want him to stay in the United States with his wife, Teresa, and their four daughters. But in October, an immigration court ruled to deport him after his prison sentence. Well, yeah. It was a bit of a fraud situation mm-hmm. going on. Remember, he has lived in the United States since he was a child, but he never obtained American citizenship. And immigrants can be deported if they are convicted of a crime of moral turpitude or an aggravated felony. I just wanted to say turpitude. I know. Thank you. I was so impressed there. You know, you get it, though, because I think, the, you know, the other thing is that we've got a real situation where immigration is a very hot-button issue right mm-hmm. now, and then you also can understand the position of immigration officials who are saying a lot of criticism comes from people from certain countries being treated differently than people who are immigrants from other countries, right? right? Mm-hmm. And so if you allow Joe Diodice, who has been convicted of a crime and taken up taxpayer dollars mm-hmm. to be punished for that crime, to then stay in this country, but then you've got somebody from, you know, Mexico or El Salvador and you deport them and you don't deport Joe, you've got some problems. You've got to answer yeah. to that. Yeah. Right, yeah, exactly. And so this is the time. I mean, I, mean, I will find it surprising if he's allowed to stay yeah, because of that, because mm-hmm. of sort of the culture that we're in with immigration right now. Now, that being said, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a tough rules. thing because he's got four kids mm-hmm. yeah, and they're here and you're breaking up a family, but I don't know. I, he definitely yeah, shouldn't yeah. become a citizen. I mean, this whole, uh, the, the time, yeah, they're, the whole entire story um, and the, the ti- length of time that this, their storyline has sort of spanned. Yeah. Teresa and Joe Giudice. I mean, so much has changed in that time. Meaning, oh, yeah. sure. like, had, had this yes. happened three, four years ago, yes. we might have a different, we might be telling a different story. Yeah, yeah you're right. But but this this is the way it is. And, you know, that's going to have Sleep. to face the music. Sleep. I know. Sing a song and I can imagine if, if you know of him. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know, and you've watched him on Real Housewives of New Jersey. I can imagine that that, like, not being an American citizen was probably a bit of a point of pride for him. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm Italian, and I'm still an Italian citizen, you know, like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just like when he said he crashed his car. See, he I wasn't just, like, drunk when he ca- crashed his car because after the crash, he was so shaken up that he went to his friend's house and took a shot. And that's why he was legally drunk after he crashed oh, his car. Not from. So he might be somebody who creates his own reality a little uh, bit. Oh, yeah. I see. I don't know enough about either of them because I, I never yeah. watched those shows. All but. I know is that she went to jail and then afterwards started doing fitness modeling. Yeah. And then he's still in jail and going to go. And she turned orange because when you do fitness modeling, you have to turn orange. Mm-hmm. I am told that that's because it really shows the muscle definition yeah. really well. If yeah. They like got to spray orange. you. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. <laughs> Jenny Mullen, who is married to um, Jason Biggs, dropped her five-year-old son on his head Ugh. and he fractured his skull. Such Aww. a sad story. Listen, here's the thing I want to say about this is because, you know, she's been, I don't know, called out in the past for maybe oversharing some things Here and being kind of questionable. Instagram thirsty. Yeah. yeah. She, and she's like, you know, she makes some questionable decisions. This is something that I think could happen to anybody. For sure. Oh, yeah. And it is terrifying and awful and scary and she's sharing it. And I don't I I'm hopeful that people will just be respectful of this. A lot of other celebrities are coming out and yeah. supporting her and just saying like, hey, we get it. This happened to us, too. I mean, you make mistakes or right. you think something's in play and mm-hmm. it's fun. And then I once broke my sister's arm. You did. I jumped oh, on her. No, we got a new refrigerator when I was a kid. It was very exciting because you know what comes with a refrigerator? Mm. A giant box. Oh, yeah. And then you get to play in the box. Yeah, that's the best part. For weeks. And so it happened to be summer. And so we had the box out in the front yard and we were all playing in the box. And then we had some people in the box, some people out of the box. We were jumping on the box, jumping out inside of the box, all over. I jumped on the box and then Bitsy was inside. Mm-hmm. And her itsy bitsy arm was fractured. Oh, dear. Ah. Um, see? Which, and, I don't know. And what sharing that, that story. Well, what you just actually did for me has made me afraid of when that's going to happen at my house. Yay! When are we going to break bones? Yeah, no kidding. It Ooh. probably is. I mean, you, that's the thing. You've, you're you most likely to be hurt by the ones you love. Oh, oh. <laughs> wow, thanks for that truth bomb That's there, true. Elizabeth. You watch yourself. Any dateline, anything. Oh. Yeah, that's um, absolutely it. Uh, Nick Vile, who was The Bachelor, remember? Oh, gosh. Um I think he's like half the reason I stopped watching that show. Just, just the name alone. I just did not like him. He just revealed that he had a steamy makeout session with a guy the day before. So he was on The Bachelor looking for love with women. Listen, I mean, there's a spectrum. You can yeah. look for love from whoever you want. But I also think that he's like just thirsty? really desperate for attention. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a mm-hmm. thirsty, no. thirsty But person. he was in a video on this YouTube channel. Talking about how he said, I made out with my first guy yesterday. And he said, I was nervous, but it was great. And there was tongue involved. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, sure. All right, well, thank you for that. Guys, I heard everyone little tidbit last night.
last one, and I don't know why I went with that one, but I thought you know, that's, that's, that's all right. Kyle <laughs> thanks you for mentioning the story. We thank you, Elizabeth. We need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize on My Talk 1071. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer did the morning show. He's sleeping right now. Holly and I are here. Sonny's at the controls. And this is our 30 second pop culture challenge. Happening any second. 30 second pop culture challenge. There we go. 30 there it is. Second pop culture challenge. Who's on the telephone today, Colleen? We've got Betsy on the telephone today. And what is Betsy playing for? Betsy is playing for a movie pass to see the film Breakthrough based on an inspirational true story starring Chrissy Metz from This Is Us. It's in theaters right now. All right, Betsy, you know how this works. The timer will begin after I ask you the first question. Are you ready? I am. All right. Roses are given to contestants on this reality competition series. The Bachelor. Al Roker is an anchor on what morning TV show? The Today Show. Stevie Nicks is a singer for what band? Fleetwood Mac. Halle Berry played what DC Comics character in a 2004 movie? Catwoman. Which royal is the Duke of Cambridge? That is Prince William. Yay! Congratulations, Betsy. You are going to see. You're going to go see the movie Breakthrough starring Chrissy, Chrissy Metz. Chrissy Metz. Yeah, Chrissy Metz. That's okay. All right. All right. Well, Betsy, congratulations. Yeah. And now that we have completed that mission, we will move on to solve some mysteries. We do that in the form of blind items that Holly has selected for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the item. <laughs> yeah, I think we got a ghost in the we machine today. Do. Oh, and it's spooky, but you know who's not spooky? It's Donna Valentine Hi, from Donna. the Donna Hi. and Steve show. Joining us, it's a ladies' afternoon yes. trying to mm-hmm. solve some celebrity gossip mysteries in the form of blind items. Now, everyone pay attention, listen carefully, because okay. I give you your first blind item. This foreign-born, permanent A-list, mostly movie actor, has multiple children, from multiple mothers, and supposedly is still involved with one of them. An NYU student would say otherwise after her time in the bedroom with him yesterday. Whoa. So think of a foreign-born, permanent A-list, mostly movie actor who is in New York City right now. Okay. Okay. I don't know that I have paid attention to who's hanging in New York right now, but foreign-born, permanent permanent A-list. Yeah. A-list movie actor. The permanent A-list, I guess I would agree with that classification because okay. we all know this person's name. Okay. Okay, and you said has multiple kids with multiple mothers? Yes. Was there wow. more to what came after that? Uh, he <laughs> is involved a, with one of them. Yeah, he allegedly is involved with one of the mothers of his children. And, uh, you know, maybe that's not the case because he was sleeping with an NYU student yesterday. Right. Oh, my gosh. Now, I can confirm that this person has been photographed in New York City this week. Okay. Is it somebody like is this? Can you give me like an age range? Can we have an age range for this person? 50s. Okay. Okay, that 
Does that help? Really, it helps tremendously. Okay, so okay, we've got uh, a Russell Crowe, perhaps. Uh, no. Okay, a Russell. No. <laughs> okay, I'm trying uh, to think of foreign-born. Somebody who's maybe promoting something right now, a project. Oh, is am I going to be surprised by this? A little bit. Y'all aren't going to be surprised at all. This okay. person is not promoting a project, but they are filming a project in New York City. Because I was going to say like Mel Gibson, because that might be a little surprising. Oh, nope. Okay, not, not Mel, Mel Gibson. Gibson. Okay, fifty-ish. Right. You would be surprised by that with Mel Gibson. I mean, I would a little bit just because of his like how he leads with like his faith and religion. You know, that would be. I'm just saying that would not all right, fit right. together in the same puzzle. Mm-hmm. Okay, one would think. Uh, We're going to need some hints Mm -hmm. here. All right. Uh, This person, they have not won an Academy Award. Uh, They became famous, really famous in the 90s. He was considered a heartthrob in the 90s. Now has moved on to more character work. Oh, my gosh. And isn't it weird how when you hear those clues, your brain just goes completely blank? Yes, unless you're in your car listening to the show. He became very famous in the 90s for a late night appearance in which he explained his arrest. Oh, oh, oh it's Hugh, uh, Hugh uh, Grant. Hugh Grant. No, Grant. Grant. Sorry, I got the Grant, Grant and the Jackman. Confused. It's okay. The Jackman. Oh, that makes sense. Right. Yeah, Hugh Grant, of course. Oh, wow. Oh. Let me fill in the blank for you. Okay. So, Hugh Grant, uh, he may still be involved with one of the mothers of his children. However, an NYU student would say otherwise after her time in the bedroom with Hugh Grant yesterday. Uh, I would just like to give credit to our listener, Laura, who uh, two days in a row now has emailed the answer just before we got <laughs> oh it. Oh my gosh, that's great. And then I've turned to look and the answer there was right is. there. So I'm going to just keep my eye on my email just in case. <laughs> Peter. All right. Congratulations. Oh, to good Laura. one. All right, let's, let's do another one. Yeah, let's do another yeah. one. All right, another yeah. blind item yeah. now. This one is a confirmed blind item. Uh, Donna, I don't think you were present for this blind item, so it may be new to you. Okay. Not you, new to you, Colleen, okay. but let's confirm this. Okay. If there is a ruling against her, look for the permanent A-list singer to write a check to settle her current legal situation so she doesn't have to provide certain medical documents. There is no way she wants them public. Oh. Is this like a Mariah sitch? Ding, Donna. Oh, that was so quick. Fun. Look Good at that. job. Oh. The so, student and that has become the master. So true. Uh, yes, that's, that's confirmed. confirmed to be Mariah. That is Ooh. confirmed to be Mariah. So let me fill in the blank for you. If there's a ruling against Mariah Carey, uh, look for her to write a check to settle her current legal situation so she doesn't have to provide certain medical documents. There is no way Mariah Carey wants certain medical documents public. And those medical documents we were opining were having to do with surgery for weight loss. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Gosh, you are on fire today, Donna Valentine. I'm just, you know, my regular self. (laughs) Uh, Do we have another blind item that we can hit? Yeah, of course. Always. Uh, Never a shortage. Never a shortage of hot celebrity gossip. Uh Uh, Here's your next blind item. This A-list mostly movie actor who won't take responsibility for any of his actions, is threatening yet another lawsuit if a studio drops him from yet another franchise. Shall we say it together? Yeah. Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. Ding! Yeah! Ding, 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 ding. 
Yes. Oh, yes. Okay, fill in that blank. All right. So Johnny Depp, who won't take any responsibility for any of his actions, is threatening yet another lawsuit if Warner Brothers drops him from the Fantastic Beasts franchise. I mean, and th- there are like headlines right and left and center about this. Yes. Like he's um, sticking to his guns. Yeah, he's well, like, right? Mm, As yeah. per usual, though. I mean, yeah. this is like, I find it very difficult to defend Johnny Depp at all. Have you heard the Hollywood Vampires new song? Do we want to? Yes. I mean, it's terrible. Well, but the, yeah. the name of the song is something like, um, it sounds like it's he's talking directly to oh, Amber Heard. Um, oh, it's in our, our prep materials from oh, this is morning. It? Yeah, but you just need the title of the uh, song. Is it called Rise? Nope. Nope. That's, uh, let's see. Sorry to do this. No, that's okay. So it's like Johnny Depp, who is one of the members of the Hollywood Vampires, which is like an all-star rock group. Alice Cooper's in it. Yes, Joe Perry. Yeah. Yeah. Ew. So the lyrics are just... I just... Maybe I was looking into it a little bit more than I needed to. But if you scroll there, Colleen, Uh it's... it's, uh, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Hollywood Vampires. New song. Did you guys play it on your show? Of course. Okay. Um... (laughs) And it's terrible. And we both went hated it. Zero uh, Gary's. Okay, so this is called Who's Laughing Now? Yeah. Ew. Which just, made me think that maybe the yeah. title alone. Well, I mean, is smug. I mean, yeah. I don't understand why he would be saying that because he's like losing Maybe he didn't. Work. Maybe the song's a little older than we. Perhaps, or maybe, maybe it was written some time ago. I don't know. Or maybe I'm just digging too deep because conspiracy. Mm. You guys, biggest fan. Okay. <laughs> All right. Way to well, go, Donna. Donna. <laughs> thank you for helping us solve those mysteries. Thanks for having me. You guys are so good. Oh no, you are because you got all those pretty quickly. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, here's what we're watching live. I watched Homecoming. Last night and this morning, the new Beyonce documentary on Netflix. I'm going to tell you what I thought. Spoiler alert. I was going to say no spoiler alerts, Colleen. Spoiler alert. You got to watch it. That's all. Okay. I'll tell you more about it after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. All right. Well, I had to jump right on the bandwagon and watch Homecoming, the documentary by Beyonce, about Beyonce, about her amazing performance at Coachella just a year ago. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, did the morning show. He's hopefully napping. Holly Roberts and I are here. Sonny's at the controls. And when we tell you what we're watching, we got to tell you the right way. Here's what we're watching live. You guys watch that television show together, don't you? Team Cobra presents Here's What We're Watching Live. Okay, so I was like, I cannot wait until the weekend to watch this Beyonce documentary. Um, That, you know, I don't even know if you guys even know what to expect from it. I think I didn't really know what exactly to expect from it. The only thing that I would expect from this new documentary Homecoming that Beyonce's made about her Coachella performance, the only thing I was expecting was some behind the scenes, the making of this huge, big, spectacular performance, one of the great live performances of all time, in my opinion. Yes. And so even just understanding the mechanics and the behind the scenes of that was more than enough to intrigue me and make me want to watch this. Okay, well, here's what I'm going to tell you. Because I thought there would be more behind the scenes than performance. Mm -hmm. 
there's more performance than behind the scenes. Okay. And so that was a surprise to me because I really had expected, I think, I expected that there would be a lot more of the footage of her rehearsing, her talking about the rehearsal experience. I'm going to tell you, and this is part of what makes it amazing because I wasn't at Coachella. And um, I watched parts of the performance because they did stream it. Yes. Um, But... It is large, like I'm going to say 10 minute chunks of the performance and then spliced in between will be maybe a little vignette, maybe four or five minutes tops that tells you a little bit about the preparation mm-hmm. for it. For mm-hmm. each part for of each part that they're the showing. Basically, That's yes. Okay. And, and it, so, but you get more performance than you get vignette so with then behind this the scenes kind of ratio and this kind of editing with this documentary mm-hmm. were you disappointed by this you wanted more behind the scenes i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Or is this no. cool with you? It was, I was, it was really cool with me. And here's why. Okay. First of all, Beyonce to me is like not human. <laughs> You know, well, her public persona is by design that way where she's on this other level. And so you don't see vulnerability out of Beyonce. You don't see um, you don't see that human side of her that maybe isn't entirely confident. Mm -hmm. You see it in this. And the reason why is because in between splicing it together with, by the way, and there were two performances at Coachella, right? Because Mm -hmm. she did the first weekend and the second weekend. What I did not realize until I'm watching this is like they had completely different costumes. Yeah, it's a different color yeah. scheme. Yeah, yes. I was gonna say one was pink and one was yellow. And they <laughs> splice it together seamlessly mm-hmm. so that you at times are watching one of the performances and at other times are watching the other one within oh! the same performance of the same song. Okay, that's genius. It's so cool. Because when you watch <laughs> that, then you understand how brilliant of a performer Beyonce is and all of the people who are joining her on stage because they can execute that performance flawlessly and you can edit those two weekends together and the only thing that you can tell it's either a yellow sweatshirt or a pink sweatshirt. That's exactly it. <laughs> it's crazy. So um, so that is one of the things that I find really interesting about it but then when you get to the parts so again flawless performance juxtaposed with Beyonce talking about the experience of finding out she was pregnant with twins unexpectedly Mm -hmm. and then going through the process of making and delivering twins, having a lot of health issues, a complicated pregnancy, and then getting back into the studio to try to put this massive performance, like the biggest probably of her career, you know, to date together 
you see this human side of her where she's like, my body didn't feel like my body. Mm. I was dancing. And like, I think that people can relate to this in some regard because at times in your life, no doubt, you have tried to do something that you did once very well and then tried to do it again after a a passage of time or maybe having a baby or who knows what and found that like you couldn't command your body to do the things that at one point you'd been able to command your body to do. And she said, I didn't feel like myself and it took so much time to go over things over and over again. And there's a lot of, you know, choreography is given to you and you do it, you mimic it, but it doesn't become yours until you can really like take your brain out of it mm-hmm. and just put your body into it. Mm-hmm. And she explained that she was so uncomfortable in her body that it was really hard for her until really just like weeks even before that performance. Mm-hmm. Her instrument is different. Exactly. To feel like she owned that choreography again. Yeah. So you see this backs this background and this view of Beyonce that you've never seen before. And you see the amount of work mm-hmm. and attention she put into every single second of this. And I'm telling you, you watch Homecoming and you will have a different appreciation for what that performance really was. She's a bad girl. She's she insane. She's a beast. She is. I like love her more than I've ever loved her. Mm-hmm. And I've always loved her. Mm. So you just get this massive respect for who she is as a performer and how she how how carefully she curates her craft. Now here's the other thing I have to I have to tell you. Again, watched the Destiny's Child reunion at Coachella. Yeah. And didn't this didn't even occur to me to pay attention to until I watched Homecoming. And I thought this is so subtle but I love it. Did you guys notice that when they came out together and they started walking down the runway, she put Kelly and Michelle in front of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought Beyonce, you don't ever have to do that because you're Beyonce. But she did, which tells you how like how much she respects what they did together. I know it seems so subtle and almost idiotic to point out. Girl world, that's important. It really was. (laughs) I was like, because, you know, she's like bringing up the rear and she was like totally giving them their moment. Mm -hmm. This is a time for my ladies to shine. Exactly. And she, I just appreciated that so much. And I think it could have been because I had seen those vulnerabilities in her Mm -hmm. from this from this documentary that I was able to see that with different eyes too. And I just thought, okay, she's a class act Mm -hmm. and she's got it all figured out. Yeah. So I want to be Beyonce when I grow up. (laughs) You should, you study her, just study her. I do. I do. There was a while where she kind of annoyed me. And then over, over, over time when you really, cause she only gives you little bits and pieces every now and again. But when you start putting those pieces together, it's very difficult for you to not like her. Not respect her. If if nothing else, not respect her. Exactly. Because she puts in the work and you see it and it's evident and you can see it. And I know there's always going to be this uh, tussle between older generations and their music and Mm -hmm. newer generations. And I think she's already spanned a couple of generations. Yes, yes, she has. We don't like to admit that ourselves because it means we're old. Yeah. (laughs) And I think, I just think it's proof that she's, She's just she's doing something different behind the scenes, and I also think that's why she don't let you see too much. <laughs> I know, right. true, true, because you don't want to see how the sausage right, is made. Right, right, but right. But here's the other thing. Now you know that yesterday, not only did Homecoming the documentary drop, but mm-hmm. so did the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I I was thinking yesterday, I was like, oh, I want to, I have to get that. I got to download that on my streaming services, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Then I thought, you know what? I I don't have lemonade, and I love oh, lemonade. You need that. I need that. But you know what? I was like, I want to stream that. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and it's only on title. Oh, guess what? On the contrary, big news. As of April 23rd, the third anniversary of the release of Lemonade. Has it been three years? Yes. Can you believe that? Time it will passes. Be, it will be available on uh, many different streaming services beyond Tidal, including Spotify and Apple Music. Yay! So I'm so happy about that. I actually and think also, I own it. but Also, the Homecoming album, this live album yes. from her Coachella performance, is on Apple Music, probably on Spotify, too. Because Spotify. I, yeah, because I checked yesterday yep. morning. I'm like, now is Beyonce just going to make this a title exclusive? And no. I'm not going to be able to listen to this. And then, lo and behold, it was there for my enjoyment. So you can listen and go and listen to the performance live. And, yes. it's, and a lot of people are heralding this as the return of the live album because bands and performers used to issue these all yep. the time. And we don't really get a lot of these. So this is really throwing it back and being like, here is my performance. Here are the tracks. Enjoy. It's big. But, you know, I will tell you this. Knowing now that uh, Homecoming is available on different streaming services and that they're going to make Lemonade available on them makes me wonder if Tidal might be kind of on its way out. Yeah. Well, they've kind of had some legal problems. This is true. All right. One can speculate. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, more about hashtag free Britney. They talked about it on the talk and they said some really interesting things. We're going to get you back up to speed about what free Britney is and share with you what they said on the talk after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 107.1. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area. And now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm Bonnie Curry, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.